praise him, praise him, oh, praise him in the morning, praise him in the noontime, praise him, praise him, praise him when the sun goes down, oh, let us praise him.
You can see Brother LG, his family, Brother LG contacted COVID, uh, family was exposed. Uh, Brother Rick, not doing well. The kids, I'll say the kids, uh, uh, Ezra and uh, Abigail, not doing well. So want to certainly uh, keep all those in prayer. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody else that was, Sister Tarnes wasn't feeling well as well. Brother Brandon, he was, and Brother Nehemiah, were, uh, they all contacted COVID. So let's uh, keep all those needs in prayer. We need Lord to help us, to uh, keep us during this time. We realize it's a time we, where things spike up during this time. Protect ourselves as best we can, but we're going to trust the great God of heaven to do that which we cannot do. Amen. And so all the needs of Sister Christine as well, and uh, thank you, and a little uh, uh, young Rom, let me say that. He's actually still in the hospital. Uh, he does have sickle cell, had a crisis, but he's doing a lot better, praying that God would uh, complete the work that he started. And Sister Hodge is with him. Uh, any other needs, why don't we just go before the Lord? want to pray for this meeting, certainly. I appreciate the spirit that I feel already. Amen. Praise him in the morning. Praise him in the noontime. When the sun goes down. Amen. We want to praise him. So any other needs? If not, we'll put the on, uh, ongoing prayer list. Sister Desiree, we'll go ahead and we'll pray now. God would help us. I believe he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. Let's remember Brother Brown and Sister Grace as they're away in San Marcos. Brother Nelson. Uh, Sister Tiffany, good to see her on uh, Zoom tonight. Uh, Sister Simeon, uh, Sister Missy White, and the work in St. Marcos. Let's not forget about it. It is a work, too. We go in February, we're going to work, right? Amen. Roll up your sleeves. All job situation for the saints, all the saints who are traveling, all our aging parents and their caregivers, those who we're testifying to, and those who are wounded, confused, and scattered, let's please remember all this need. Because if you take any one of those situations, such were some of us. And still may be some of us. But God is faithful. Thank God for a faithful God. So if that's all, if there's no unspoken, we can acknowledge by the raising of our hands. If there's any other needs that we could like to make known, let's do so. But if not, let's go before the great God of heaven. Let's thank him for his mercy. Let's thank him for the grace that he's shown us. Let's thank him for the things that he's done. Oh, God, we thank you. We appreciate you.
not even two months ago. Uh, <clears throat> but she works at like a little super rep. That's, that's two blocks from my house. I go there every day because, well, I like to see what kind of hot food they have every day. So I, uh, I went in there, and one day, probably about a month ago, no, two months, well, well, let's see. Yeah it, yeah, it hasn't even been two months ago, but probably about a month ago, she came up to me, and uh, she said, look, can, can I ask you something? And I said, yeah. And so she said, well, I just want to know, how do you stay so calm? So I said, calm? Because, I mean, by, I'm really not a calm person. And she said, yeah. She says, I, I see you coming here every day, and you're just really calm. And she's like a manager of over, she was a manager of several departments. So this other guy comes over, and we start talking. So, of course, then I invited him to Bible study. But uh, they never came. So uh, the young lady, I would just, you know, keep, we would talk every day. And every day, she and this young man, apparently they would, uh, she would give him certain scriptures. And then they would discuss the scriptures later on that day. And I, I was really impressed by that. Just two, I mean, she's like 50-something. And I think the young man is maybe 36 or 37. So anyway, she, she passed. She had a massive heart attack right there on the job. And so, I, but I felt like I knew this, this. I mean, every day she'd talk about the Lord. She was, just, she was just talking about the Lord. And, you know, she had some problems going on at the store, but seems as if that was getting better. But I went to a funeral. And so I'm sitting there, and everything these people said about her were the exact sentiments of what I thought. She just from what I knew the little time that I knew her. And I mean, it was just a, it was a wonderful experience, as wonderful as, as a funeral can be. But it made me think, now, I have the spirit of God. I have the ministry of God. I have the word of God. This young woman didn't have any of that. But she was doing everything she knew how to do. I, I would, this was about, a, a Baptist church, and I'm from, the, from a Baptist church. There were auxiliaries I never even heard of that she was a part of. I mean, she was just doing, and I knew she was doing it in church because she was doing it at that store. And so it's just that and the fact that we've been talking about the hand of God, and the question came up, are you a functional, I guess, participant of the body of Christ? I've been thinking about that. Then last week, when Sister Desiree was talking about actively overcoming, and then when I was reading in Hosea, and I'm thinking, well, I don't want to be like these people. You know, am I like? I don't think so. But just all of that has just been making me think and pray about it and meditate about it, that I don't want to be like that. I want to overcome. I want to be this person that, I want to be an overcomer. That, that, that's the bottom line. And I think Brother Greg even said that, too. That's, that's our whole, that's why we're here. That's our whole purpose. So I just want to thank the Lord for all that he's done, thank him for all that he's doing. And while I'm, while I'm standing, I want to give the saints an update on, on my situation with the surgery. I hadn't said anything because I was actively seeking I needed to get an expert who could do this surgery because it's such a high-risk surgery. 
and I thank Sister Tangela. She's helped me. I mean, I, I had like five different states going with, with these people. But I, fi I found this guy, and well, the Lord led me to this guy at Stanford Hospital in California. That's the only thing. But anyway, he's an expert in this area, so I'm going to be having surgery on December 19th. And uh, hopefully I'll soon be off of that prayer list. But I felt, I felt extremely comfortable with him, and, you know, I, I feel like, okay, you know, this is the Lord's will. I need to get this thing out. So let me just go it on, do what we need to do, and I can get back here as soon as possible. So. Sister Tiffany. Um, thank God. Um, I wanted to get on Zoom. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to make sure that my spirit is settled so you can hear me clearly. Um, first of all, I just want to tell the Lord that I'm so grateful that he's still the God that he looked at. He's still Jehovah Rapha. I thank each and every one of you for your prayers for me during this time because God is really amazing. His timing is impeccable. Um, and I just thank him for this testimony that he's given me. I know I'm still in recovery, but I, I couldn't go another meeting without jumping on Zoom and saying just how, given part of it, I guess, because I know he's not done um, building this testimony in me. I thank God for your prayers because when I got the news about this potential surgery back in March, um, well, February, I started the treatments in March, I was very... Um, anxious about it because of the risk of this surgery. Um, I really wanted the injections to work because I was fearful. And I know that God can't deliver you if you have fear in your heart. And so he really did a work on my mind in those six months that I was undergoing treatment because when she told me that there was a possibility that I could bleed out on the operated table, it was hard in the beginning for me to believe that God, I'm worthy of you delivering me out of this affliction, but God, who is rich in mercy, but God, who is still able to deliver, he did just that. I thank God for y'all because during that time frame, um, anytime that I thought I was going to get discouraged, the Lord would fulfill Psalms 20 and 2. He would send me out from the sanctuary and he would strengthen me out of Zion. Somebody would call to check up on me or text me, even in our house Bible studies. You know, just getting closer to the brothers and sisters there, I felt like they were in this trial of affliction with me. I felt that every time someone called to check on me. And so I'm trying to speed up the testimony. And so I was supposed to have the surgery originally on the 20th. I went on the 18th for a what I thought was my last blood work pre-op appointment at a hospital where they canceled my surgery. And I didn't know what the next steps were going to be. But I said, God, you blocking, you're blocking something. You are winking at my ignorance. I don't know why this surgery is moved out of this hospital, but there's a reason. And I'm just going to trust that you're going to take care of it. And so I went to my doctor that Friday and we called a different surgeon that she referred me to who is a specialist in these things. I'm thinking about as you're talking, Sister Pam, looking for a medical specialist to take your case, even though you know God is the true surgeon and he can guide the surgeon's hands and the nurse's hands. And so um, we, she referred me to a different surgeon in a better um, healthcare system, I guess you could say. And 
I went in that following Wednesday. She said, I've been serving a surgery slot for you on the 27th. And he brought me through. He brought me through and I had no complications with my surgery. They said the surgery could take two to three hours with complications. There were none. She did it in less than two hours. I thank God for that. I thank God that there were no issues, no need for a blood transfusion. There were no complications and recovery has been going as smooth as I could think it possible. So I had to take a moment to tell the Lord how much I am just so grateful. I'm so thankful i'm so thankful even the monday the morning of the surgery i had so much peace and calm going in so everything that was delayed moving me to the hands of another surgeon he was in all of that and i just thank the lord because you're proving to me i think about the woman with the issue of blood and how long she suffered with this affliction in her body and her day and time she had to be isolated outside of the camp because she had an issue with blood but she had the faith to believe that if she just touched the hem of his garment she would be made whole i'm so thankful to the lord because i don't have to question anymore are you going to restore and heal my body because you're already doing it and it doesn't have to be finished yet for me to believe and have the confidence to know that you're going to be well able to finish it and complete it so i just had to get on i forgive the tears forgive me for sitting but i had to get on and tell you i'm so thankful and grateful for you i'm grateful for who god is i'm thankful for this testimony that he's given me because i've learned in this trial of affliction that you do all you know to do and you stand and wait and see the salvation of the lord you don't have to trouble your mind you do all that you know to do and trust god to do the rest and he did just that the morning of my surgery i literally said lord all I got to do is show up and be on time and you got to take care of the rest. And he did that. So I just wanted to tell the saints that I love you. I thank you for your prayers. And I'm so grateful for what God is doing. He's already done and what he continues to do. God bless you people of God. Let your troubles get you down. When hard trials come your way. Hold your head up high and say hallelujah in it Hallelujah in it Never ever let your troubles get you down When hard trials come your way Hold your head up high and say hallelujah in it Troubles get you down. When hard trials come your way, hold your head up high and say, Hallelujah, in Never ever let your troubles get you down. When hard trials come your way, hold your head up high and say, Yeah.
Jesus. Fletcher's man. Just like to say hallelujah anyhow. Yes. Thank God for this this day and just to give him the praise. And uh, it doesn't matter what goes on, it's hallelujah anyhow. Never, never. Let your, words of the song. <laughs> Let your burden get you down. So I thank God for uh, for this day. I thank God for just the, what I've been hearing. It, it's just been a good to just hear the saints of God and the, the victorious testimony that I've heard. And I thank God that just it just does my heart good when I hear those kinds of testimony. And I thank the Lord for delivering um, Sister Tiffany. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, and we know, and we know. So I thank God for, for the healing virtue. Thank God, just like to say thank God for um, my daughter. She, she had this surgery not long ago, and I know the saints were praying, so I just want to give you, she's, uh, she's doing good. She's back on the road. So thank God for the prayers of the saints, and I thank you for your prayers. And I don't want to be uh, forget about that. Because I know that you know you, it's it's prayers of the people of God. It's very that that is precious. It's precious to have those kinds of prayers. So I just thank God and thank you for for you know just having the the love that we feel one to the other. And I also like to just give a report on uh, the meetings that we've been going fellowship in other assemblies here in the local area. And you know, it's, God has been good. He's he's uh. He's bringing us to places where didn't even know what yet exists here uh, to assembly that uh, never been never been before, never seen the, uh, the people. But I tell you, we had a had a wonderful time. Uh, the Spirit of God was just met us there, and I thank God uh, for you know giving us a place to we can go and we can fellowship. So I thank God for that, and uh, we uh, we're gonna go back this Sunday also, and and I uh, thank God for that. Thank God to giving us like precious, you know, saints that are, you know, be able to sit down and we can, you can fellowship because it's not, you know, it's not, a, that's a big thing here. I've been to a lot of assemblies here and never been to one quite like this one. And it's not a lot of people there, but I felt the spirit of God in the place and the, uh, the word of God, you know, it was just rich. And I thank God for just, you know, giving us another place of fellowship. So it's, I, I just appreciate that. I just wanted to 
inform you on that because it's, it's, I'm, I'm excited about it. Uh, we, matter of fact, I was in their Bible study on Wednesday night. We, they have a Bible study Wednesday night, so we were on the Bible study on Wednesday. So thank God for that and uh, able to even participate a little bit. So I thank God for, for the wonderful report that he's given us, and I just wanted to share it, let you know that I, I, I appreciate everything that God has done uh, and, and with this people and how this people is growing, it's special people. Uh, I've never found another people like this before. And I thank God for truly, you know, putting me here, you know, just giving me that, that, that anchor. I can be anchored down in this and I don't have to run here and there. At one time I used to run all over the place, but I thank God, you know, it's, it's all here. We have the word of God, as Sister Tiffany was saying, we have the ministry of God and the spirit of God. So, you know, what you, what, are they, what else to go and look for? Thank God for it. So I just appreciate God, and I just want to just thank you for your prayers. Hallelujah, anyhow. Listening to these wonderful testimonies, it's just a blessing to know that the Lord still proving himself to his people. I'm thankful for everything that the Lord has done. Aren't we encouraged? Aren't we encouraged by everything that the Lord has done? And he's not done yet. He's still doing wonderful things. He's still doing great things. And I'm so glad that we serve the great God of heaven, a God that is faithful, a God that always comes through. And I'm just so, so thankful. Listen to all these things that the people of God go through. I think the scripture says many are the troubles. I think it's other righteous, but the but many are the afflictions are the righteous. But the Lord, He delivers them out of them all. And I'm so glad that the Lord is still delivering us here today. I'm so glad that He's still a deliverer. He's still allowing us to go through things we don't like to go through it, but He just brings us through. He brings us through, and as He does that, He, he allows us to have confidence in Him. Just think about that song, Hallelujah. Anyhow, never ever let your troubles get you down. When them hard times come your way, hold your head up high and say, hallelujah, anyhow. But why are we holding our head up? Because we got confidence in this God. He did it for Sister Tiffany. He's doing it for Sister Pam. He did it for Sister Darlene. He did it for me. And he's still doing it. He's undefeated. This God is so real. He is so big. And he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we can ask or think. So I'm thankful. I got to praise him. I got to praise him. Praise him in the morning. Praise him in the new time. Praise him all day. I got to praise him because he's doing great things. And I am thankful. I'm happy about it. I'm excited about it. Because who would want to serve a God like this? I'm thankful. Just thinking. Uh, scripture came to my mind. I was thinking about how this life is a challenge. And we sing this song that this is a battleground, not a recreation room. It's a fight and not a game. It's a fight. It's a challenge. It's tough. It's hard. It's not always easy. It's not always comforting. It doesn't always look like we're going to win. Sometimes we might lose a round, Brother Jeremiah. Matter of fact, we might lose 11 rounds. But that 12th round, though, the Lord always come through. He always allows to be victorious. I was thinking about that scripture. Um, Paul was talking to Timothy. 
He says, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard of me among many witnesses. He said, the same commit thou to faithful men. Is that, is that right? We'll be able to teach others also. And then he says, uh, thou therefore, he said, um, be a good soldier. And dear heart is as a good soldier. Then he says, no man that worth, worth entangling himself with the things of his life. But it's that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. And he said, if you're going to strive for masteries, yeah, you are not crowned unless you strive lawfully. And so I'm thankful that the Lord, he's called us to be a good soldier. We got to endure hardness. And I'm saying that now, but I ain't, Lord, give me the grace. Because <laughs> I think about Paul. Paul said, I sought the Lord three times about this thorn in the flesh. But he said, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. And when we are weak, when we go through them tough times, we just realize that we need God. We just know the way a man is not in himself. It's not a man that walks to direct his own steps. We just find that out. We just find out that we need God. But we find out he can deliver us out of all our troubles. And so I'm thankful for this great God of heaven. I'm thankful for everything that he has done for us. He's a mighty God. He's a powerful God. I'm thankful for that. So now I know the Lord is my, he's my buckler. He's my, he's my refuge. And he, he didn't allow us to be unequipped. But no, he gave us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He didn't give us the ministry of God is able to teach us the word of God. He has allowed us to have power on the inside, gave us the spirit of God. So when the, when the, when the, when the enemy comes in like a flood, that spirit is able to hold up a standard against it. And so we're not fighting in this life by ourselves. He didn't, he didn't allow us to go through a life, at, go through challenges that we're not equipped for. We just got to dig deep. We just got to remember what the Lord has done for us. We got to remember them testimonies. We got to remember them promises. We got to remember that the Lord going to come through. We got to remember that he ain't never failed us. He ain't never failed my brother. He ain't never failed my sister. So if he did it for them, he can do it for me. Thank you, Lord. We serve a great God. And I want to be encouraged about it. I want to be excited about it. Even when I'm going through my tough times, you know, I just think about laying on the operation of his hands. We've been talking about that lately. And I just, you know, when I, when I think about that, it's always somebody that's responsible, right? And when I look at my own life, I got to work that I got to work on. I got, I, got, I got a temple that I got to build up. I'm responsible. Nobody can't overcome for me. But no, the Lord has given me, he's equipped me. He's given me everything that I need to get the job done. Am I going to follow the pattern? Am I going to trust him? And then we see it, even with these men like Moses, even with these men like Solomon, they didn't build this, these temples and these buildings by themselves. They didn't do that work by themselves. I'm not doing this work by myself. The Lord allows somebody to come through and test me. He gives me my brothers and my sisters that when, I, when I'm going down the wrong way, they're able to direct me back. Hey, brother, pay attention. I had a situation today at work. I got this problem, and I admit it. I'm working on it. I really am. I'm very expressive when I talk, and I get to doing all this hand stuff when I'm talking. And, you know, one of my uh, coworkers came today, and... She was, uh, was it yesterday, Brother Sunday? It was yesterday she came, and she was telling about how, you know, you know we, need to, we need to fix this. And I'm like, man, we didn't went over this a thousand times, woman. This should have been fixed already. It's a, it's a small problem. In fact, if you do this, you only have to worry about all that. 
But while I'm talking to him, I'm sitting up here doing all this. Brother Sonny and Brother Jeremiah, they just laughing at me. And then I, I, I see, I talked to Brother Sonny today. He said, yeah, Brother Cody, uh, no, he didn't demonstrate the best spirit when he was talking to this lady. And I'm thinking to myself, I didn't? He's like, nah, brother, you was doing all this. And, uh, and then the thing is, I'm like, you know what? You're right. That's me. That's me. That's me. But thank God for being able to work with Brother Sonny. Thank God for being able to work with Brother Jeremiah. Thank God for being able to work with Brother Shelby. Work with Brother Donald. So when I do find myself getting out of character, not being Christ-like, and my brother do come tell me, come on now, what I'm going to say? That wasn't me? I got caught red-handed. Now that's you, brother. Just fall on the rock. Don't let the rock fall on you. And everything going to be all right. Because this is the Lord giving you what you need to make it. This is the Lord giving what you need to overcome. Don't reject the counsel of the Lord. It's coming through your brother. It's coming through your sisters. Don't reject it. Accept it. It's for your betterment. Because if you take it right and you say, oh, this is me. Oh, yeah, it's not my brother. It's not my sister. But it's me, oh, Lord, standing in the need of prayer. I can humble myself, turn from my wicked ways, and he can heal me. I don't have to stay the same. But I can keep growing up into the full measure of the stature of Christ. Because that's what it's all about. That's why he gave us this great ministry. It's for the perfecting of the saints. It's for the work of the ministry. It's for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come into the unity of the faith, to the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, and to the full measure of the stature of Christ. So I thank you, Lord. Let's be encouraged today because he has blessed us. He is looking out for us. And when we go through these valleys, through these tough times, we just got to look up. We just got to look to the hills from which come with our help. We just got to look for the lily in the valley. Just know, Lord, you didn't did it before. I know you can do it again. Lord, I know I'm struggling with some fear right now. I'm struggling with a little doubt in the crap in, but that's okay. I know I'm open. I'm honest with you. Scripture says like this, we are all open and naked before him with whom we have to do. But it's okay. You see me anyway. You know what I'm struggling with, Lord. But I know who to cast my cares upon. I'm going to cast all my cares upon him. I'm going to cast all my cares upon him. Because I know if I do that, he's going to bring me through it. He's going to bring me through it. So I just want to thank God, Lord. Thank God for everything he's done. Let's go on, saints. Let's go on. Let's be encouraged. Let's be thankful. And let's continue to love this great God. So I'm thankful to be here. that I heard, uh, and I know we don't like to quote songs, but let me sneak in one. You may be down today, but help is on its way. Dark clouds may dim your smile, but the Lord is right by your side. And so when I heard all these wonderful testimonies, I know that I serve a, an able God. I'll put it to you like that. God is well able to do abundantly, as it was said, above all that we can ask or think. And so uh, as it was said, I just got to humble myself. When you start walking this walk a little while, um, I guess I'm quote more than one song. Um, praise him in the morning, praise him in the noontime, praise him when the sun goes down. There's different applications for that song. But when you first come to God, you know, you got to praise him in the beginning, even in the middle of your salvation. And this is just one application. You got to continue to praise him. You can't let down on your praise. And when the, when, when the shades start to go, not, not the shades of your vision, but when the, when the, uh, when the knees uh, start to get old, when the, when the shoulders, when they begin to bow, when you start getting older in age, you can't let down on your testimony. You can't let down on your praise. Um, something else that we used to say or still say, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. And so I got to live a life. That's what this is all about is just living a life. Sister Pam, I appreciate your testimony. It's about living a life and how we uh, have been 
connecting that with the extension of the ministry, the best thing that we can do in this life is live a life that's pleasing to God in front of the world so they can see that there is a God in heaven that still looks down on his people. So I'm, I'm extremely thankful. It was a interesting week, but thank God I'm still here. I thank God that my mind is still set. Lord, I want to go. He has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He's given us the word of God. Thank God for that. Before you even get a full revelation of that, though, he's given me the spirit of God. There was something in my life one day that I had to get rid of. He's given me faith beyond measure, but I know he has to even continue to increase my faith. So I'm happy to be in this, in this meeting one more time because there were situations and there's many situations in our life where he doesn't have to allow us to continue on to know him, but thank God for his mercies. Thank God for his grace. If it wasn't for the Lord that was by my side, I don't know where I would be, but he's comforted me. He's comforted my mind. He's actually given me a testimony so when I might get weary in well-doing, I can look back. I can think about the good things that God has done. I can think about all the victories that I've so, saints of God, I'm happy today. Yeah, there might be some things going on in anybody's life, but I'm happy today because God has still got his eyes on the sparrow. I thank God today that he is still looking out over his children. So, if I want to be one of his children, I got to believe him. I got I to gotta do those things that are pleasing in his sight. I'm, I'm saying a lot of things, but... Man, when, when the Lord begins to touch your mind and lets you see where you are, and, you know, we're we, we going to come across some challenges in our life, and many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God, he will deliver us out of them all if we stay uh, faithful, if we just remember what God has done. And we look at the testimonies in the book, what God has already done for his people. If I want to be one of those that can be delivered, I've got to be one of his people. So I'm thankful that I'm still on this beaten path, Brother Cody. Thank God that God touched my mind one day. He actually took his hand and began to mold me. My life was broken up. But thank God he began to mold me. But I had to sit still for a while and see the salvation of the Lord. And it gets better. It gets brighter. It gets better every single day when I realize that anything that you go through, there are but light afflictions. When I consider the prize at the end of this and I consider what I'm going through right now, I just got to stay on this course, Brother Ray. And look, if, if, I, if he doesn't deliver me, I like what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, if he does not deliver me, guess what? I still died striving for everlasting life. I still had active, uh, uh, how does Sister Desiree put it? I want to actively overcome. I don't want to just overcome when I'm in the building. I don't want to just overcome when I'm, uh, when, when I'm, I, look, I got I got a light that I got to show this whole, look, I'm doing like Brother Cody. It's, it's in this, brother. I, I'm, I can get expressive, but if he doesn't deliver, and he's well-labeled, but if he doesn't, guess what? The Lord caught me striving. He caught me striving for everlasting life. So I believe if I don't even get a first resurrection, I believe I'll still get a resurrection. That's what this whole life is about, is being faithful until you can see for yourself and walk for yourself and help somebody else. Uh, I like what you said about Paul. He said, these things that you've heard among faithful witnesses, among many witnesses, commit thou to faithful men that they can uh, be able to teach others also. So this is a good day. This is a good work that we're doing. We just got to stay faithful. We got to stay faithful until the end. And that we, we serve a faithful God. So one of the main criteria of being a saint of God is just to remain faithful. Remain sanctified. Don't just, uh, it's not a feel-good message. Um, this is not a feel-good message for the soul. That's what religion has for us. But, you know, I, I, was, I was expressing this to a, a saint before that salvation, it can be rather violent. When you're talking about what has to die and what has to live, I, I got to get rid of something. And when I say get rid of it, I don't mean tuck it in the back corner somewhere, but something has to die and if, in order for something to live. So, um, you know, it's not always pleasant. And thank God for our brothers and sisters that can show us who we are. You know, sometimes you don't even think about certain things, so somebody brings it up. 
Whether it's in the best spirit or it's not, God is showing you something. He's showing you you that you can consider your ways and go on to know the Lord. He's actually showing you yourself so you can fall on the rock and not let the rock fall on you. So everything is good. When you, when you, when you consider what God has done for us, there is nothing that, that, that can happen to you that's bad. Because everything will bring you either past your situation or closer to God if you allow it to. So I got to let this mind be in me. The same mind that was in Christ Jesus, I have to allow it to be in me. God can mold it, and it's not us that wins the victory anyway. We just get the belt at the end of the day. We just get it. See, it's, it's God that's winning for us. It's Christ that suffered. It's Christ that was made an overcomer first. So he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. But if I just be one of his, he said, the saints, they win in the end. So all I got to do is remain one of his. I'm so thankful for that. Because I, don't, I, I didn't know these things, Brother Mike. I didn't know these things growing up. But thank God he led me to a place where I was able to lay down on green grass, sit down on green grass, and let the word of God come forth and begin to apply it to my life. When I begin to apply it to my life, God will give you a greater vision. It's not about the here and now. Keep your mind focused on what's to come. It's not about these, uh, these, these, these afflictions today. It's about what's to come. If I'll endure hardness as a good soldier, I believe I'll receive a crown of righteousness. And it's not just for me, but it's for all. All those that love is appearing do you like what you see today are you different from when you first started closer is our salvation today than when we first began so i want to praise him in the morning i want to praise him in the noontime i might even want to praise him when the sun goes down because there's nothing that god hasn't delivered me from so i just got to consider this great salvation that he's given me i got to keep joy in my heart the joy of the lord that's our strength it's not when i'm strong in my own in my own strength but that's when i get out of the way that's when i get in my own spirit but when i humble my Myself and all these things that I think can make me weak, brother, that's when God can stand up. That's when God is made strong. So, my brother, brother, hard trials might come your way. Brother, oh my God, hold your head up. Look up unto the hills from what's coming your help. Our help comes from God and God alone. So I don't want to be arrogant. I don't want to be high-minded. God will bring you down, but thank God if I'll stay humble. He said he'll give grace to the humble. So that's a, that's a formula for us. When I'm high and lifted up, I'm not receiving anything from God. I'm working in my own strength. But when I humble myself under this mighty hand of God, not, the, not, not, not to this message that the mighty hand of God has given us, if I'll submit myself and humble myself to it, God sees me. When you're on God's mind, it doesn't matter what anybody else says or does. When you're on God's mind, God can keep you in perfect peace, but I got to keep my eyes, my mind, I got to keep it stayed on him. I can't drift to the left or to the right, and sometimes I do. You can be righteous and be down, but you got to get back up. A just man, he falls, but he gets back up. He don't wallow while he's on the ground, but he gets back up. That's all repentance is. We just got to keep the perfect mind towards him, and a perfect mind is trusting in God. You don't know everything right now, and you're not. If you knew everything, if you knew everything you had to go through to obtain salvation, you might have reason to faint, but God knows how to give you a little bit at a time. It said it's little by little, precept upon precept. Here a little, there a little. Line upon line, precept upon precept. But his goal is to bring you to a certain place, and that's everlasting life. So keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your hand on the plow. We don't look back. We don't start off this with, 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 in, in the spirit and in strength and then try to depend on ourselves. We've begun in the spirit. We will not be made perfect in the flesh. So let's get out the flesh, saints of God. 
Let's get out the flesh and get in the spirit of the God. Not just get in it, but let's stay in the spirit of the Lord. Let's get behind that veil, Brother Elton. Let's get behind the veil so we can see the true light of God that's been given by the fivefold ministry, Jesus Christ and the Son of God, and God the Father. That's that sevenfold candlestick, and we can see the word of God clearly, and we can offer up a sweet-smelling savor unto the Lord, and he can keep us in our days of adversity. So I'm happy today. Happy is that people who is in such a case. Happy is that people whose God is the Lord. God is my Lord. If you'll do whatsoever he says. See, there's a difference between Savior and Lord. He saved me, but in order for him to be my Lord, I got to do what he tells me to do. But guess what? That's the whole duty of man. It's to fear God and to keep his commandments. He made it plain. It's not hard. It's, it's, it's simple. It's not complex. It's not hard. When I get into my own ways, into my flesh, the way of the transgressor is hard. But if I don't get into my flesh and I stay in the spirit of God, he's made this so simple. He's given us everything that pertains to life. It's just one problem. I don't want to die, but I'm the one who caused me all my problems. So sometimes it feels like, oh, they taking it. I felt like I was taking advantage of this, uh, this, this past week, these last couple of days, because I was trying not to demonstrate a bad spirit. Because I know there's people watching everywhere, and I felt like somebody actually took advantage of that. But if I just hold my peace and let God fight my battles, if the victory, I, I didn't want the victory anyway. It was for somebody else. But if I just hold my peace, God worked everything out. God worked everything out, it's in, and it's in everyone's favor. So I'm thankful. Just keep yourself. Keep yourself, saints of God, and God will work it out for you. So I'm thankful. I'm happy today, happy to be found in this meeting one more time. Look, when I say he didn't have to let me live, I look back over my life and I consider my testimony not 20 years ago, not 10, five years ago, four years ago, three years ago. He didn't have to let me live. He could have gave me that thought, and I could have consumed that thought. I could have let it grow into a thought of bitterness. But thank God he cleansed me, Brother Mike, and he's continuing to cleanse me. There's some things that I don't do proper all the time, but if I'll just stay humble before God and before his people, look, sometimes you just got to submit. Sometimes you just have to consider. If you'll do those things, God will lift you up, and he'll keep you up. He'll let you go on forever. So I'm thankful today. Thankful to be found in this meeting one more time because I got to hear words today of everlasting life. I heard words that's going to keep me going down this highway. So I'm thankful today, saints. Lift your hands up. Lift up your hands because God is good. Look, you are here today. If you're here, that means you've overcome some things. That means you've gotten through some things. If you're still here and you can hear the testimony of God through his people, then that's a good day in God. So happy to be here, saints. Happy to be here found one more time in the presence of God and his people. Thank you, Lord. Can we turn to Isaiah chapter 40? I actually want to look at verse 1. Let me grab my Bible. Might get excited, but... <laughs> When I was listening, this is the scripture. I kept hearing Isaiah 40 in my head. But when I was hearing everyone talk, I heard comfort. And the scripture here it says, Comfort ye. Comfort ye, my people, said your God. Let the people be at rest. I thought about another scripture because in Isaiah, go to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 43. 
Start at verse 1. God has given us a testimony. I think Brother Cody uh, quoted, uh, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of them all. We all have come from different walks of life. We all have been through some things in life. I think Sister Tiffany quoted, uh, what was that, Psalms, what was that, Psalms 20? The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble, in the name of God and Jacob defend thee. He sent thee help from the sanctuary, and he will strengthen thee out of Zion. So I'm hearing something right now. Let's look at this. This is Israel's testimony, but it's your testimony. Let's look at it. It says, but now thus said the Lord that created thee, O Jacob. You are the Israel of God. And he that formed thee, O Israel. Look what he tells us to do. Fear not. That's comfort. Thy rod and thy staff, it comfort me. It's the word of God. It's comforting. It says, for I have redeemed thee. Aren't you bud, bud? Aren't you blood? Wasn't you purchased with a price? He redeemed you. Didn't he bring you from out of the dead unto the living? Look what he says. I have called thee by name. He said, come forth. Thou art mine. Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost and know that you were bought with a price? Your life is not your own. So I know God didn't bring us this way to leave us. That's what happened with the children of Israel. He brought us out of here to die. God forbid. Could have left you there if I wanted you to die. I brought you here to live. Jesus Christ said, I came that you might have life and that more abundantly for life. He didn't bring us here to die, to drop us off from this sickness or this disease or this financial situation or this domestic situation. He came that you might have life to heal you. Let's look at this. Go to the next verse, please. Look, please look at this. And the reason why I wanted us to read it, because I was going to run, but when you read it, no, I'm serious. There's, there's auditory learners and there's visual learners in it. You, sometimes you need a combination of them both because it starts to resonate when you're looking and when you're seeing. And if I slow down, words can actually seep in. I'm learning. But this is Israel's testimony, but this is your testimony. Look what he says. When thou passest through the waters, look what he's telling you. I will be with thee. So I'm not going to be in it by myself. So when I'm going through these great trials of affliction, Jesus said, uh, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, but I'll be with you even to the end of the world. I ain't leaving you. I'm right here. If you make your bed to hell, I'm there. Wherever you at, I'm there. Let's keep going. He says, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. I'm, see, these scriptures give me comfort. They give me confidence. When thou walkest through the fire, look what it says. Thou shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. So I can go through all these different trials and tribulations, and I could be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now I'm going to come out smelling like smoke. I might be loose. I might have had some issues in my life. Now I'm free from that too. I smell good right now. I keep praising God. I keep talking about him. I praise him in the morning. I praise him in the noonday. See, that's a hot time. See, we look at it. You know, we, we use it definitely talking about the dark ages. And I mean, but, but, early rain church, excuse me. But at the same time, during that time, 
you can have some hot times right now in your life. You could be going through H-E double hockey stick. But are you going to praise him? Praise him at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue to be in my mouth. So it don't matter what I'm going through. It don't matter how I feel. It don't matter if it's Monday through Sunday. It don't matter. If I'm sick, I'm going to praise him. If I'm broke, I'm going to praise him. If I got domestic problems, I'm going to praise him. It's just my duty to praise him. Don't you know it's he that has made us and now we are ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Isn't it due? Is it praise comely for the upright? Isn't it? It's my responsibility. It's my duty. It's my obligation to praise the Lord. That's a commandment. I can't take off. I'm going to take off. Can't take all this. We don't do that. We are faithful people. I, the Holy One of Israel, do you believe this next part? Thy Savior or thy Redeemer, do you believe that he's your Redeemer? So it doesn't matter what you're going through, he's going to redeem me. I want to look up because my redemption is drawing nigh. Lord, help me. That's what Hosanna means. Oh, save or save now. Save now, Lord. Hosanna. Please, Lord, save me. You know when you do that and you're not giving up black smoke, those prayers start going up before the Lord, like my people are afflicted, my people are needing me. But at the same time, they're not giving up black smoke. They're saying, Lord, just help me. Like a baby that's crying for their parent, help me, I'm hungry, or help me, I'm going through this. You think he's not? Why wouldn't he come and save you? He brought you here to be saved. He's building our testimony. He's building our confidence in him. We wouldn't know how to trust God for eternal life if we can't believe God for these little small things. He just built up your confidence. I'm going to kill all y'all firstborn. I gave Egypt for your ransom. I paid it. You know what Pharaoh said? Let him go. So what I'm saying is God destroyed people for his people. This is a testimony. We have to put these things in the Ark of the Covenant. What I mean is in our heart to remember. Look what he did for Israel. Look what he, see, we, don't, we have so many different witnesses. We got from Genesis all the way to Revelation as the witness. We have personal testimonies in our own life. We have our brothers and sisters. We got, we got a great cloud of witnesses. What is that to be discouraged about? Just look around. God, he's, he's in all of our lives. There's no reason to be discouraged. There's no reason to doubt. There's no reason to fear. Look, religion does make this statement, but it is a true statement. That you may not come when you want him. But he's always on time. You know, God's so great that he can reverse time. Didn't he do that with Hezekiah? He reversed time. He made the sun go backwards. What kind of God is that? Make the sun go back. What? I'm going to give you time. I'm going to go backwards. That's the type of God you serve. And give, I'm going to give you 15 years. I'll let you know. You got 15 more years. That's the God we serve. A God that can give time. A God that can heal. But do you believe it? But he's building our testimony. Remember this scripture in Romans chapter, uh, what is it, Romans chapter 5? It says, uh, we glory in tribulation or tribulations working patience. You got to endure some things. But the, the purpose of enduring is to be honest, you learn how to be content in whatever state you're in. You know how to abase, you know how to abound, but you're thankful the whole time. So what happens is you're not, um, we're not uh, changed by situations or outside circumstances. We're fortified 
we're pitched within and we're pitched without with the word of God. This is the temple, but it's pitched now. It's not letting stuff come in and change your mood or change how you feel about God. You're pitched. This is the temple. It's pitched. Yeah, it's temporary. It's temporary in all day, but we're pitched. We're, we're protected. It's like a firewall. It's not letting stuff come in. Pitch with the word of God. Keep, it says, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the is, uh, issues of life. So it says, uh, knowing that uh, we glory in tribulation, for tribulation work is patience. And patience, experience, which gives you a testimony. A testimony of the record of God. It says, remember his testimonies. Not about just because you was going through it, but how the Lord brought you out of it. It's remembering him. Oh, he did that for me? He did that for me? He, oh, wow. Remember, that's what caused Israel to lose out with God. Even in their earlier days, even you look in the book of Judges, the parents were supposed to teach the children the testimonies of them. It wasn't just the words of God, but remember how he brought you out of Egypt, how he did this, how he destroyed Pharaoh in the Red Sea, how he gave water out of a rock. It was a testimony. They were supposed to rehearse the testimonies of God. So what we have to do is we have to rehearse the testimonies of God, and we won't get discouraged. We remember it. Oh, yeah, you did that for me. You may be down, but help is on. I never seen a righteous forsaken. I never seen a seed baking bread. But that's oh, let me go look at that. David did say that I was young. I'm old and I was young and now I'm old. Oh, that's the word of God. Oh, I feel good. I ain't quoting James Brown either, but I do feel good. <laughs> so look what it says. That patient experience and experience. Hope. That's going to my experience. See, it gives me hope because I know what God has done. And hope make it what? Not ashamed. The love of God is shared abroad in our house through the Holy Ghost, through his spirit, through his love. That's where we at. So when I heard Sister Tiffany up, I was like, man, I feel encouraged. That's another testimony that I'm putting in my heart, how the Lord delivered her. I remember Brother Elton, he didn't know if he was coming or going, but the Lord has delivered him. See, all these days, Sister uh, Darlene with her cancer, but the Lord has delivered her. These are in my heart now. Yeah. I don't have to get discouraged. I don't have to fear. I don't have to fret. This is, it's nothing to be sad about. It's nothing to be down about. I'm just looking at how the Lord going to bring us out. Lord, how are you going to do it this time? I don't know. You know what? I don't got to know. Lord, just show us your salvation, Lord. We don't got to know. Just do it, Lord. Just do it for us. I thought about a scripture. It's a, it's, it's a common scripture we quote. Uh, Matthew chapter 7. It said, he that hear these sayings of mine and do it them. See, life going to try all this word of God in us. <laughs> we read it. We quote it. And we, oh, did you hear let life come. Look, I'll give you a testimony. <laughs> the first time I really had my mind really, really going, I was talking to Brother Hodge. I think we was at that zoo. Wherever we went, we took the kids somewhere to some zoo out of town. I was like, brother, I ain't never had my mind going like this. And uh, I was like, Brother Hodge, I thought I knew the Bible. I thought I knew the word of God. But life having it now, I don't know where it's at. <laughs> He was laughing. He was laughing. He was, he was like, but he's like, man, it's gonna be all right. He first calm it down. Comfort you, my people. Calm down, brother. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right. Then he was like, look, 
certain things that you're seeing in your life now, he said, just look back. They might have been there. God just not showed them to you. He wasn't ready for them yet. He's not going to show you more than, than, than you can handle at this point. Yeah. He said he would not suffer you to be tempted above which you are able to bear. So he's not going to allow this, right? He's holding it back for, you, for your sake. You might see war and faith, brother. So he's, then I started looking back. I was like, you know what, some of them traits. So he started helping me how to deal with me. But sometimes when that enemy come in, sometimes I ain't have nothing. To, I thought I had something, but I fainted. My strength was small. But, it, but it, it's, it's, it's line by line. It's, you got to grow. So my point is, is, my testimony and all that is growing. But back, back to what I was saying. I want to give a little sidebar of my testimony. Uh, Matthew chapter 7. It says, he that hears these sayings of mine, do it then. Remember, the word of God is going to be tried in this furnace of earth. Is that silver tried in the furnace of earth seven times? Purified seven times. That's Psalms chapter 12, verse 6. But let's look at this right here. Therefore, whosoever hear these sayings of mine and do it them, do it them. Now remember, do it them, but do it them all times. I will liken him unto a wise man. Why is he wise? Because he's doing the word of God. That's what's making him wise. He said, this is your wisdom. Talking about the laws of God, that you be a wise and understanding people, which built his house upon a rock. Well, what's making your life, what's making you wise is you're building your house upon a, a rock. You're building your house upon the word of God. Your life, your decisions, your thought process is built upon the word of God. Okay, let's keep going to the next verse. And it says, uh-oh, trials, tribulations, all kinds of stuff happening around, and the rain descended. Remember, he said he was going to be there, though, right? Just like in Isaiah chapter 43. And the flood came, and the wind blew, and the beat upon that house. But look what happened. It fell not. Why? The foundation was sure. For it was founded, your life, my life, our life is founded upon the word of God. We're not rainy day saints, sunny day saints. Tossed to and fro. Double-minded. The Bible says double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let that, that man think he has received anything from the Lord. Let's look at the next. The next. Let's look at the opposite. We're always looking at the, the, the good and the, the positive and the negative. Look at this. And everyone that hears these saying of mine and doeth them not, Lord, help me to do the word of God, shall be like unto what? Foolish man. We'll make some foolish. Because he didn't build his house upon a rock. He built his house upon feelings. How you feel? Isn't that so childish? How you feel? I feel like this. I don't feel like going to work today. I feel like going to work today. Hey, what kind of stuff is this? Think about it. I feel like. I feel. I don't feel right today. I don't, I, I, I don't feel myself today. I just, what wrote you? That's the, it's built, what it's showing is, it's earthly. It's carnal. You're carnal-minded. You're building a house for more earthly things. I feel. Emotions. It's just showing how your body is out of order. Your emotions ain't even in order. Your mind ain't in order. Everything is out of order because the word of God is what put everything in order. If you are the body of Christ, Christ has to be the head. And the head tells the body what to do. That's what puts everything in order. And then it says, and everyone that hears these things of mine and doeth them not shall be like unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. Keep going, please. And the rain descended, the same thing happened, right? 
the same thing, the same trials, all of these things are accomplished in our brothers in the world. It's the same thing with everybody. A man born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. I like what Jacob, Jacob said, my days have been few and evil. I mean, I had adversity. They few. I'm going to go through things. Everybody go through the things. People think they're the only ones, though. You don't understand. Okay. Yeah. They all go through it. Oh, everybody. Your situation different. Man, you don't understand. It's really... Okay, okay. There's no temptation taking you with such as common a man. But God is faithful and will not suffer you to be tempted above which you are able to bear. But with the temptation, make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Bear with the word of God. That's how you bear it. You fortify it. You stand fast. Unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. No. Amen. <laughs> Let's look at it. It says, and the, uh, the rain descended, and the flood came, and the wind blew, and it beat upon that house. And look what happens. It fell. Why? Because you didn't have no integrity. That's why it fell. You wasn't built right. Think about it. Especially, you know, contracting, you build something, and you don't have a, a slab or some type of foundation. What you going to do with that house? It's good for nothing. I don't good how good the materials look and all of that. It's good for nothing. So it fell, and great was the fall of it. I'm not trying to fall. Are you trying to fall? We're trying to live. We're trying to stand upright. We're trying to be righteous, sons and daughters of Christ. That's what we want to be. People of God, I'm going to pull back. <laughs> We're having a lot. Oh, that brother, brother, turn what I'm saying is this. God has given us all these great clouds of witnesses. God has encouraged us. God has given us, uh, Brother Cody said, by his divine nature, all things that pertain to life and godliness. He's given us the word of God. Thank God he's given us ambassadors to feed us the word of God. Thanking God, he's, he's given us everything. He's given us his spirit. He's given us everything. He's given us brothers and sisters. We're not even doing this by ourselves. I thought about, uh, this came to me, about you, Brother Cody. The Bible says two is better than one, for they have a good reward for their labor. He said, for the one falleth, he has the other one to hold him up. But woe to that man who's alone, for when he falleth, he has not another to hold him up. So thank God is we're not even doing this by ourselves. We got brothers and sisters. So there's nothing to be discouraged about. We can go together. Not a hoof has to be left behind. We just all have a, have a made up mind. We also have to be transparent with each other and talk to each other. Maybe I'm going through this. Maybe I'm going through that. But you know that your brother and sister can have an answer fit for you. It also says this in Proverbs 20. It says, oh, oh, a word fitly spoken is as apples of gold and then pictures of silver. It also says this. Oh, this is a scripture I was looking for. It says, cows in the heart of a man. It's as deep waters. But a man will understand it, he'll draw it out. So we got to draw from these wells of salvation. It's just not here, but it goes even down here to the people. We got all, we got all these witnesses. Look, Brother Alton, you've been on this earth longer than me. I'm pretty sure there's some things I can draw from you. I'm pretty sure. We're like three, four times more than I've been here. So there's things I can draw. 
No, I'm being honest. There's things I can draw from you. Brother, it's things I can draw. You've been a father. You've been a husband. There's things that I haven't been experienced yet, but you can give me that wisdom. You can give me that understanding. You can help me to not even make the decisions, that uh, the choices that you shouldn't have made. You can say, brother, don't do that. I know where that goes. I can learn the good, and you can say, don't do that. But we have to start talking to each other. Or somebody who might have been through a sickness or been through a bad uh, situ medical situation, but that's somebody who didn't been through it. Why don't, you, why don't you talk to them and see how God brought them out? Why not? We have everything. We don't have, God has given us everything that we need in here, but we have to use the tools that God has given us. We have to be honest and be transparent and put off, take off the facade. We don't have to look, look, ain't none of us got it anyway. Ain't none of us overcomers anyway, so we don't have to put on the, uh, the pretense. Brother Hodge said this, I remember this. And I'm saying this, and I don't mean nothing by this, but he says, a hypocrite is an actor. You gave that definition. What I mean by that is, I don't mean in the sense of doing the word of God and not, I don't mean in that, I mean in the, in the term of actor. I could put on something, I could put on some makeup like I got it all, I'm really, but really I don't, help me. But I have to be honest enough to say, can you please help me? Can you please help me? And the person on the other side, you can't, you can't hold back your bowels of compassion. If you have this world goods, and you see your brother at knees. How do I have the love of God in you? My mouth getting dry. <coughs> my mouth getting dry. And I'm about to stop. But my point is this. On both parties, we have everything to help each other. People of God, we don't have any reason to fear. Fear not. We can go on. God has given us testimonies. God has given us experiences. God has given us a ministry. God has given us everything, people of God. There's no reason to be sad. Let's talk to each other. Let's help each other. Let's make increase of the body in love. People of God, I'm thankful to be here today. Put it back to work. Appreciate God so much for being here. Thank God for the things we've heard. I, I'm just, uh, just really encouraged. Uh, this song, I was actually trying. That's a, I'm okay. I'm sorry. See, I was uh, thought about this song actually that came to my mind as, uh, as we were going through the meeting, and we don't like to quote songs. It's just uh, it, I just thought it'd be fitting. Uh, for the testimonies that we've heard, not giving up the battle, not giving up the fight. We've come this far with Jesus because we know this is right. And when our faith is tried and all we can do is stand, remember the promises in the book that says we're going to win. I say hallelujah. Amen. I was thinking about that now. Just, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'll be brief and we'll uh, receive an offering. We did prayer requests already, but uh, there's a scripture, Brother Greg, I actually thought about even as you were up. James said, count it all joy when you fall in the dive of temptation, knowing that the trying of your faith worketh patience. And see, that's what God is trying to get, get us to. And uh, listen to this. In your patience... 
possession of your soul. And so what is patience? Well, that's working. That's serve without murmuring, without uh, complaining. You're going through, and nobody even has to know you're going through. Thank God for having patience, for the trying of your faith working patience. But what you have to do is you have to have, let patience have her perfect work. What do you mean? Let it continue to work until it brings you to that place. Amen. Let it have its perfect work that ye may be perfect. That is mature and entire, wanting or lacking nothing. Amen. And he said, if any man lack faith, lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who give it liberally, up, upbraided not, and it shall be given him. Well, let's go. I think some of those was there, but, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. You think he can do it today, tomorrow? You don't think he can do it. But he that wavers is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tall. Yeah, I, I don't know about you guys. Maybe some of you never uh, been, you know, out on the sea where you see the, brother, the wind just takes those waves and it just throws them back and forth. And, back, and it's the wind that's just back and forth. And what happens? You know what that is? That's the winds of this life. Brother Greg, the winds begin to, to blow, right? And the sea begin to roar upon your life. But my God, aren't you glad we're serving the master of the sea? That all he has to do is say, peace, be still. And in the midst of your trial, thank God, he can, he can cause those things to calm down. The only one I know can speak to the wind and the waves. Hallelujah. How you say And make him behave. Amen. Won't he do it? Can't he do it? Our God is great. Our God is mighty. Yes, I, I say he's greater than anything. And so I appreciate all that I've heard. I don't want to cover anything up, but this has been encouraging. Let me just say that in uh, listening to uh, the testimonies of the people of God. We sing a song. I think I may have even said this. We sing a song, uh, Give God the Glory, and he shall give you the victory. But you know what that's saying? I'm going to give him the glory before I get the victory. I'm going to give him the glory. Amen. It's already done, isn't it? And so we appreciate, we realize the uh, sufferings of this world. Think about them. They're not even worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. What are you going to compare it to? Paul said these are but light affliction. They appear for a moment, but it work a far more weighty, exceeding, eternal weight of glory. My God. And I believe if we're, we're, we're striving here, and everyone that's going to be in the bride of Jesus Christ, Thank God, they're going to have a testimony. Brother Greg didn't go any further in that 40, 43rd chapter, but he was talking about Israel being witnesses, and that's who they were to be. And so that's what Jesus Christ, you remember, uh, he, he told his disciples, he said, You're my, you shall be witnesses unto me. It's first in Jerusalem, right here, right here, right here, right? Then it's going to be in Samaria. 
Then it's going to be in uh, uh, Judea. I'm, 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 I might be saying I'm mixing them up there. Yeah. In Judea, in Samaria, in the uttermost parts of the earth. Thank God when we go out into this world, brother, we are to be witnesses of what God has done in our lives. What the type of people we are, our life should speak for who we are. Amen. And so when you're going through, shouldn't even know that you've been going through. We're going to send up a sweet-smelling savor to the Lord, something that God is pleased with. Look at him. He's going through. She's going through. We're going through. But my God, this spirit hadn't changed. That desire for me hadn't changed. They still want to go. Amen. That's the type of people that we want to be. I'm thankful. I'm, I'm going to stop. I, I think Brother Greg did an outstanding job. I just think he cut it too short. But I'm, I'll, I'll you know, let the Holy Ghost work on him. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm, I'm being a little comical about it, but you can... Uh, it's easy, it's, you can miss God in your seat or you can miss God on your feet. And sometimes we don't, we don't yield, we don't yield. I just felt God did, I'm really, felt God uh, in what he was saying. And I think he stopped too short, but I ain't gonna hold that against brother. But amen, been a good meeting. I'm not gonna go any further. I wanna, I'd like to uh, go out shouting the victory, brother. We can, we can make it. That's a, those are the things that I'd like to, uh, uh, the things that have been said. Amen, we can get the victory. Hallelujah. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, we'll receive an offering. Uh, I, I think God has met us here. And so I just, believe it's a good time to go ahead and receive an offering and uh, let you go. But uh, if we didn't get an opportunity to participate, we can now. And so it's offering time. Let's just let everyone give as the Lord has prospered them. Amen. It's offering time.
Sunday, now for the meeting in St. Mark, February 9th. Announcement. Have safely. Love you all. You are dismissed.